just a rivalry. It's a way of life. Welcome to War Eagle Roll Tide. Good evening, War Eagle Roll Tide. Thank you for being with us tonight and welcome. Before we get started, um, we want to take a few moments and, and recognize the uh, slain police officer from Tuscaloosa, Darnell Cusett. A uh, horrible tragedy within the last couple of days. Of course, a father of two uh, young girls and uh, can't say enough in terms of our heart and prayers go out to, to that family and can't imagine what they're dealing with, Tony, but we want, we want to take a moment of silence and recognize not only uh, Dornell uh, Cusett but also the Tuscaloosa Police Department. I'm in. I tell you, you know, uh, Tony, before we get into to what we do, um, we live in a great country. There's a lot of people that make our ways of, of life and being able to live that life possible. Um, it, it starts with our democracy and, and the people that defend that. And, of course, certainly on a day-to-day -day level and a local level, the many men and women who put their lives on the line to protect us and keep us free from danger. And this is happening too often. I, I'm not trying to go down a, a, a political outlet here in terms of what should be allowed, what shouldn't be allowed, but this has to stop. And, and to think about the hurt that's going on in Tuscaloosa but within that community, within that police department, and certainly with the, with the family of Officer Cusset, uh, your heart just breaks for them, and it, uh, it, it makes you think about what is important, and, and we've talked about this and kind of set this show up to be the not-so-serious show for the serious fan, and it's times like this, I think, that humble all of us and uh, this breaks our heart a little bit, and it kind of takes away from who we are. Well, it does, and and aside from being brokenhearted, it you know it, it infuriates me that uh, you have people in our society who who disrespect law and people who uphold it to to the point of where they will pull a gun and shoot them in the head and take their life. And uh, I don't want to get political about it either, but uh, you know I, I think a lot of this started whenever. Uh, we started taking fundamental uh, things out of school, which this country was founded on, and because uh, not a lot of kids get to hear that outside of these uh, centralized locations, such as schools or other things that they go to. And uh, anyway, it, it's heartbreaking and it's infuriating at the same time. And it and it'll t just like anything else that happens, it'll take and it'll be politicized, and people, politicians will use it. Uh, in, in whichever manner they see fit. But I, I, I can tell you that uh, taking guns away is not the answer. That's all I'll say. That being said, we're going to continue in the days ahead to keep the, the city of Tuscaloosa, Tuscaloosa Police Department, of course, the Cusset family, close to our hearts and in our prayers. Um, can't imagine what they're going through. And uh, they will need a lot of us praying for them, and they will need to lean on a lot of us. And I'm sure as this state and our communities have done time and time again, we will be there to help with the healing process. So uh, once again, our thoughts and prayers you know, throughout the broadcast will be with those so closely affected by this tragedy. Absolutely. All right. Uh, week four upon us. Yeah. If anybody, and of course this is kind of, mm. I've been putting out weather reports each day this week. 
But uh, if anybody during the broadcast can get confirmation of if Auburn has made it to College Station as a football team <laughs> or when they plan to get there. When, when, what is their schedule for that? I don't know, man. I just, I just want us to get there before midnight. So, so do they usually leave the day before game? I don't know. You would think it would be the same because they're going to the same generalized part of the of Texas. It's not just around the corner. I mean, you know, they, they. If I were coaching the team, if I was associated with the team, we'd be there. We would have we do it out of have had a practice at somebody's facility, had us a meal, get a good night's sleep tonight, do some more meetings and walkthroughs tomorrow, get a good night's, another good night's sleep, and then. Get ready to whip A and M, but I don't know. I just know we can't get there at midnight tomorrow. And what play is two thirty? What is the weather forecast? It's not supposed to rain. It was Saturday. Ra- Saturday's supposed to be pretty. Yeah. Uh, it's rained each day this week, according to the forecast that I've had. But I just want somebody to confirm to me that Auburn has made it to College Station, or can get some information to me <laughs> of when they expect the touchdown. And I don't care if it's by bus or, or plane. We got to get there. <laughs> well, that's the first step to winning. It, is you, you got to land the you got to land the plane. And we're going to come back to that in a minute. We're going to circle back to that. But one of the hot topics I saw, and once again, we appreciate all the interaction on the Warrior Roll Tide page. You talking about snowballing from one week to the next. There's been more activity on that page this week than the other weeks combined, and we appreciate it's fun. it. The more interaction we have, the more fun it's going to be, the more content it presents. I think we're going to have some phone calls maybe a little bit later in the program. But one of the things that kept resurfacing this week, and you saw it, and we, we kind of talked about it a little bit, is Bama privilege. <laughs> is it real? To what extent does it exist? And what can we do to stop it? Uh, I mean, was Mike Tyson privileged? Was Muhammad Ali privileged? Was Jerry Cooney privileged? You tell me. I mean, when you get in the ring and you knock everybody out, that's not privilege. I, that's called winning. I thought there was and some And you valid- get treated differently. So you don't think that Alabama games are officiated any different than other games? Does, does Prince Charles get the same table at McDonald's as you or I? In Bruton, he better not. Well, that, okay. Let's say we were in London and we wanted an El Royale with cheese. <laughs> well... I know what you're saying. I just don't okay. know if that fits in this for what we're talking about. Do you I think, think I'm, asked, I'm asking you a question? Think Do you perfectly. think Alabama games are officiated the same as everybody else's? Absolutely. Okay. I want to make a point, and I'll, I'll certainly give you a chance to make a counterpoint. This happened last year. This happened last year. Oh Alabama played Mississippi State in a okay. conference football game, mm-hmm. and I think that everybody and every fan base will agree. That offensive holding could be called on every play. On most plays, in most games. Yes. Yeah, okay. In, in most I, football okay. competitions. Mississippi State, you may or may not remember, scored a touchdown I in the first half. Because the game, I don't even I, obsess about the team well, that I like. I, when, when Mississippi State scored a touchdown in the first half when it was still a closely contested ball game. Mm-hmm. And it got called back on a holding call. And it was one of those tweeners. It could have been called. It could have very easily not been called. But it was called, shockingly, in Tuscaloosa. Touchdowns off the board. Mississippi State, I think, missed a field goal. Got nothing out of it. Game got redirected. Alabama won. But the bigger point of that is, in that game, four-quarter game, 
Alabama had zero penalties for zero yards, and that's comical to me. That is comical to me that you sit there, you have a play that you can call every time if you wanted to. Listen. You have pass plays down the field, 50-50 balls, pal. not one pass interference. Alabama, my story's not finished. I'm going to let you redirect. Listen. No penalties for no yards in an SEC football game. SEC West football game. That Monday, that Monday after that Saturday, we had a little morning program. I went on air. I can dig it up in the archives, and I said on air, Alabama was playing a cupcake the next week. And I said, I will bet you a dollar to a donut that they have double-digit penalties for 100 yards to make it up. And guess what happened? 12 penalties for 117 yards against a cupcake, but no penalties for no yards against an SEC West opponent. Come on, man. Because that was our first team. Come on. That was our first team. We're well Uh, coached. Okay. Okay. Listen, pal, because you're not used to watching a team that can execute flawlessly, don't start pinning Alabama success on whether or not the referees like them or not and whether or not they're privileged or not. I mean that to me that's ludicrous, and that in that cupcake game, if you go back and look, probably ninety percent of those penalties probably come after the second quarter into the third quarter and fourth quarter. You know why that is? You you're smart enough to know why that is. It's because the second and third team was in there, pal. Second and third team. What else? What else do I need to say I, to you? I asked you a question, and I really thought that you would sit here tonight. I thought you'd have some honor about it and answer it the honorable way. Come on! There's the absolute. The there's, there's, I, I, I'll Alabama be just like game. Nick Saban. I will call it a quitter, a quitter, and a spade, a spade. Oh, we're going to get to that, too. And, no, it's not Alabama privilege. Okay. I, mean, I don't know how, how – what else do you want me to say? Okay. What else do you want me to say? So you're, you're good with saying Alabama games are not officiated different than anybody else. I can I can go back and name a couple of plays that went against Alabama that could have been gone the other way. Somebody posted hmm. on this great thing. Great thing about work, and I love getting on there and watching work. But the great uh, and the posts on there. Great thing about that is other people can contribute just like they can to this show, and we're going to have some tonight. Let me finish my thought real quick. And, and you saw the same thing I saw. Just this year, Alabama called out of bounds. Last year, Georgia called inbounds. You saw that. Is that Alabama privilege? Look, I think you have a decent little football team. I've always said well, that. I've, I've been consistent. I'm sure that. Nick Saban you will have sleep a decent, really good. You have a decent. But you think he's got you a have a decent team. little football team. I'm just saying you guys get help from outside sources, and we'll go deeper with it later. <sighs> Who's on the phone? Gosh, uh, I'm just letting tell you. Go ahead, there, caller. This is Ron Kennedy from Pate. Hey, Ron. Shinnity, shinnity, shinnity. Bring it, Ron Kennedy from Pace, Florida. Hey, guys. I Hey, no, seriously, I I just want to say I really appreciate what you guys are doing. I I enjoy listening. I wasn't able to listen last week live with Trent, but I did go back and listen to the archive. It was good stuff. Great show. And uh, enjoy what you're doing. Enjoy the page. Um, And I did want to say that before I uh, came with my question. Thanks, Ron. Thank you, Ron. So, so my question, you know, T-Bone, I, I know he likes to stir the pot, but, no. but he does a, appear. 
he does appear to have a little bit of a fair side on this show. So, so I want to ask you a question. How many football national championships does Alabama have? Well, what, norm, normally he wears a helmet when he does this show. <laughs> go ahead, Tony. <laughs> well, <laughs> what, what does the record book say? Which one? Well, it, uh, well, when you when you look at the 1983 right football media guide with Bruton native right Walter Lewis, mm-hmm. it shows there mm-hmm. were six national champions. Yeah, but Ron, and, when you say Ron, Ron, when you say media guide, I'm sure that wouldn't put out. That's not an official publication by Alabama University, correct? It's University of Alabama. Actually, it was Alabama University. Yeah, they, they put it out for sure. I'm shocked. Okay, if this will make y'all feel better, so, I, so I will only. I will own if this makes y'all feel better. Shinity, Shins, I will only claim the title since Saban's been there, and that still gives us three more than what y'all got. All right. And because uh, not okay, a lot of kids. so so that that twelve total. No, I'll give you the six before I before stalling. Well, I, I'm, I'll be honest. I'm well, going to tow the company line. Stalling. I'm going to say we have 17 because that's what the company line is. I'm towing the company line. None well, of them. None of them. Matter. Well, that that company line occurred. You? That that company line occurred late 80s, early 90s, right before uh, that, and they did that for recruiting purposes. But anyways, I, I, it's inflated by five. We know that from the 1983 media guy. So, so tomato, my, tomato, do you know how many total. Potato, okay. potato. All right. So, so, all right. So, so, do you know how many total national championships Alabama has? Seventeen. All sports. I, All sports. I, I don't. All right. You got to. Hey, you got to take your homer. I don't. You got to take your Dude, homer hat off now. Since. All right. So, uh, are you going to bring so the question? Time out. We can't. You can't use a question because it's judged, and it's it's a beauty contest. It's awarded points, and it's not one on the field fairly. David set those guidelines last week. So you got to take a question off the board. Well, so that's going to cut your national championships by half. Time out. Time out. Also going to have to take diving off. You have to take diving out. I'll give you swimming. I'll give you swimming. But you got to take diving out because it's a beauty contest, too. It's got to be one on the field. So that's going to cut you off. Oh, that, that's, on that's one in the pool. That's one in the pool, man. That, diving? That diving's is, one in the pool? That's in the arena. How do you judge? How do you judge who does a better gainer in Fool Nelson? I saw Saltbox do 9,000 of them down there at the city pool. He was never awarded a national championship. Steve on. I don't. Kelly Lodge can do the baddest one and a half you've ever seen. You've been down there. You've seen it. But those who judge it. But those who judge it say they want it it's in the arena. Duplicity. Which is the pool. Duplicity. Duplicity with y'all, too. All right. So, so, so anyways, 22 national championships, huh? each school. Each school. Each school has 22 national championships total. Are we you counting the question and dying? football. Of course you do. Okay. Those are... We can't. So not, why, accor- why, why not, a- you, uh- not according to DJ's scale that he so succinctly laid out for the last five weeks, four weeks, excuse me, it's got to be one on the field. Well, Did you not? D- ask the ask him. That, a- is, ask that him. is their arena. Ask that him, Shins. Totally, ask him. That Hold is on. their arena. Hold on. Ask DJ what his criteria is for winning a national championship. 
First of all, <laughs> here we go. Right, no, go I don't like you having duplicity written on your arm <laughs> and you using it here tonight like it's a part of your regular vocabulary. That offends me. Every week you bring in a new word and you, write, arms, and you write on your arm duplicity. It's not on my arms, folks. Duplicity, please. So, um, to answer your question, we have 17. Now, are you counting that as our 22 total? No, they they're they're claiming twenty seven, but we know football's been played about five. Well, we're going to get we're going to also get our half university media guy. Yeah, but listen, we're going to also claim a half from last year because Jimbo. Well, actually, we're going to claim a full one for the two that Clemson's won because Jimbo's a Bama. Hey, I don't doubt that. I don't. Doubt I, yeah, I don't. I don't doubt that. If I have anything I to do with it, that. I will. You know. Hey, on on a serious note, I saw I saw where <laughs> we, we we opened the show giving moment of silence to one of our fallen heroes and, and you have a hero in your family in my estimation and he's gone back off so tell us a little bit about what's next for young mr kennedy uh man i appreciate you asking and and uh thank you for all your kind words that you you put on facebook and and uh commented uh he he is in korea now uh i talk to him actually daily um through through messenger um, but he's, he's loving it over there. He's just doing some in processing right now, but his job will be, um, crew chief on black Hawk helicopters. And, um, so part of his job, we around the DMZ with black Hawk helicopters. Oh, um, buddy so, boy. Yeah. Uh, I, I, yeah. He, he's yeah, he's, really he's going to be over there near the other and, uh, crazy little bald man, isn't he? Not, not the one sitting beside uh, me, but there's, a, there's another little <laughs> crazy guy over there. Well, he's not bald. He's just. He's not bald. He's not bald. Yeah, but yes, he is. Yes, he is. Listen, uh, this would be cool. I appreciate you asking. Yes, sir. Hey, this would be cool, and I really mean if you could get this set up. Have him call in one night if he can, and and get his get his. Okay. and Barrick and Platoon to watch, and have him call in. I'd like to talk to him a little bit about his experiences over there, and and just give good, upstanding young men who are heroes a little bit of attention and and um, a little bit of the. I don't know if you want to call this limelight, but a little bit of the tension anyway. So have him call in. We'll 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 get that set up. Man, I, I, I thank you for that. And yeah, it's nine twenty AM their time right now. So uh whenever he gets a schedule where he, he's able to call in, I'll definitely get him to do that. And uh again, thanks thanks for the website. I'm having a blast. I mean, you hurt my feelings a lot, but <laughs> well, uh, you know, it's that's, what he, does. that's what he does. I just gotta it's duplicity, right? Winning. Duplicity. I, yeah, yeah. Especially with duplicity. I, uh, he doesn't hurt my feelings. He hurts my head with that word. I, did he pronounce it right? I'm, I'm in that Is that how you pronounce again. it? I can't, I can't think. I just see letters jumbled up here on my little Wrap his sheet. head. Wrap his head. Uh, yeah, he'll be. Wrap his head. I've got a picture I wish, wish Ken would post. Duplicity. <laughs> hey guys, thanks thanks so much for the uh airtime and thanks for your kind words and uh I'll keep listening. Keep thanks calling back to Shins. See you. Yes, sir. Will do. Bye. Duplicity. So Alabama priv- privilege does not exist no. as far as you're concerned. No. Okay. I just asked I was asking. I was asking. I mean, to me that's that's a little bit of a loser's limp. It's not it has nothing to do with loser's limp. We'll play them all. We're used to it. We're all that's what we do. We show up, we play, we see what happens. And I'm checking for a zipper. Make sure that you ever watch those Scooby Doo commercials where 
Yeah. The, at no. the end, they catch him in the unzip. Hey, I'm making sure there's not Kane Dickey in there. <laughs> Goodness gracious. We'll play them all anywhere, anytime. And we do. We're not scared to go home and home with anybody. Including UMass. I hear they're, I hear they're next. According to Kane Dickey, everybody, transfer portal. Every, every, every cupcake y'all put on is transfer portal. I, for one, and I'm sure you're going to have a difference of opinion on this as well, I, for one, was offended that a man who makes $10 million a year openly criticized and called into the character of an 18-year-old child on social media. I thought it was a low blow, man. It wasn't on social media. It was at a press conference. It ended up on social media. Well, just because stuff ends up on social media. I, just, I, thought it was, I, thought it was, I thought it was inappropriate. So what would you have suggested him said? Nothing. You're Alabama University, man. It's the University You're of Alabama. You're ranked in the top 15 in this country, which is the greatest country in the world, by the way. And I won't sit here and listen to you <laughs> curse the United States of America. You better shut it up. I'm just telling you. <laughs> You got a top 15 program. You don't have to say a word. You move on. You play the next guy that's in the, in, in the room with you. I disagree with that. Okay. I disagree with that. Okay. Um, you have a teenage son. I do. He's 19. Mm-hmm. And sometimes he needs to hear the hard truth. He, could, he, he does. In when, private. He, when he gets out in the real world. In private. When he gets out in the real world. And let me tell you something. We've never experienced the pressure and all that comes with being a 1% athlete playing in the sec especially at a place called university of alabama and i don't even say at auburn for that matter so there are certain obligations that you have to fulfill he signed on the contract that he was going to come there and give at least a year and when that kid stopped going to class stopped showing up at athletic complex allegedly stop well it's not allegedly because that's exactly what coach Saban said happened i haven't heard from the child and you won't hear from the child. That's the whole point. Okay. He quit. Okay. He quit. That's your story. No, that's the story of what happened from the man who was controlling this child and was responsible for him. He quit. I mean, it's the plain and simple truth. The and man. if he would have said anything else, it would have been, I can't believe your coach sit up there and look those reporters in the eye and ball face lied to him. The man makes $10 million a year. It doesn't matter how much he makes. He has a late I don't house. care if he made $10 a year. And if it was my son that didn't show up and didn't call and didn't do those things, mm-hmm. I would expect that Coach Saban handled it the exact same way. Publicly. If he's asked the question, he tells the truth. So there's nothing about the the code of the locker room. You know what happens in there should stay in there. Keep it in house. He never. He, he would yourself. never come to the locker room. <laughs> That's the whole. But point. besides that, what did he do wrong? They offered the kid counseling. Yeah. They offered him mm. all sort of things to try to help him get on track, and he stonewalled them and turned his back on the whole program. We don't know that. We know I mean, what we read. That's what the head coach said. I just don't think it should have been the man who runs there. and controls the program. I think kind of knows what happened. It, it, it shouldn't be a public matter. It should be internal. It should be internal. He signed that grant in aid with Alabama University. It's University of Alabama. It's University of Alabama. And you're right, he did. And he should have lived up to it. And if he didn't want to, and he wanted to transfer, then he should have went into his office. We don't know that he didn't. Yes, we do. We don't know that. Yes, we do. He sit right there and said it at the press conference. 
Someone, he's he's uh, been incommunicado. Another big, big word. Tell him what it means, Ken, in the commercial break. The duplicity of it is mind-boggling to me. <laughs> you going to use duplicity? For the rest of the month. <laughs> I'm telling you, for the rest of the duplicity. Uh, I don't want to well, hear anything else about it. Well, I, I just... So I, was I'm, he, here's what I'm shocked. Here, here's what a... Hey, pal. Here's what offends me. You want to know what offends me? That you've become a snowflake. <laughs> that you got your feelings hurt, just like Kane Dickey, just like everybody else got the feelings hurt. He shouldn't have aired it. He shouldn't have aired it. Uh, we, we sit here as a country and we say, gosh, this generation is getting soft. There's nobody to hold them accountable. And as soon as somebody holds them accountable, we all start berating that man and saying, he shouldn't have done it. He hurt that kid's feelings. <laughs> Guess what? If that kid's working for me in Tuscaloosa. Yeah. If he's working for me in Tuscaloosa yeah. and he no calls and no shows, guess what's going to happen? Are you going to get the bullhorn and do it publicly? Or are you going to call him in on the carpet and say, look, man, it's not working out. I wish you well, but if you want my opinion moving forward, constructive criticism, you need to be more accountable. No, what happens in those is he's abandoned the job. No, what you do is you'll, it's go, called job you'll, abandonment. Go to, you'll go to Facebook and say, hey, guys, guess what I just did? No, and I he terminated. didn't go to Facebook either, but it's part of his job. Uh -huh. He goes to the press conference. He was asked about it. So as part of my job, I have to turn into my bosses and to the people at Mercedes who's here and who's not. And I'll write, Antonio Alfonso, quit. Okay. Can I take a 20-second timeout? Sure. Your piece looks great tonight. Shut your trap. This is real, pal. Winning. Oh, man. And I parted it on the Ronald Reagan side tonight. Yeah. Can y'all can y'all get that? <laughs> it's just. Can you get a, can you get it tied up on that one there, Kenny? Man. Look at that, baby. Maurice sets you up. 60% of the time, it works. It's great. Every time. Anyway, I'm going to, we're going to agree to disagree. You want to touch it? Wanna, touch it? <laughs> you want to touch it? Right? Go, ahead. Go ahead, pal. I'll bounce a case quarter off. <laughs> Winning. Uh. We're going to agree to disagree on how that situation yeah, was handled. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sure the young man wasn't disrespected. I'm sure that he wasn't misled, and I'm positive he wasn't lied to because it never happens over there. Now, it's hard to have be all those things whenever you just okay. drop off the face of the earth. Okay. Which, by the way, Jalen Hurts graduated, fulfilled his commitment, didn't quit, and he was thanked oh, and he released. He, he was thanked and released. No. And the love fest is over. Yeah. He, he's he's he he's enemy because he plays for another team now that's competing for I, the same thing we're competing. Well, I have for. another question along these privileged lines, and I'm I, I can only imagine what your answer is going to be to this. But I want you to tell me with a straight face and without laughing that it's completely cool for a former starting quarterback at Alabama University, University of Alabama, who got his brains beat in in the 1987 Iron Bowl at Legion Field to referee, to be the head referee of an Auburn football game. That's cool. Why do you always have to ask loaded questions? It's not. I mean, I, I, yeah. Hey, do you think it's comical that, the, that an Alabama nothing wrong with it. I see you absolutely so nothing wrong with it. You don't it. see the duplicity. I would see something wrong with it if he, if he, were, if he was refereeing Alabama games. No, no. Why? I mean, what? What? I'll, if you're not going to throw any flags, you're not going to throw any flags. I mean, the guy, I mean, as long as we're this, privileged, it really don't go, matter. This goes back to what I'm saying. Until <laughs> not only, SEC, not only are we privileged, pal, we're screwing y'all because our former players are refereeing for y'all. It's, it's comical to me, man. That's not the first game he's done. It won't be the last. I'm sure he'll draw us against LSU if we're undefeated. Can we get Mike Slive on here one day? I would love it. I think he. Well, I don't think Slive's with us anymore, is he? He's passed. No. Uh -oh. So that'd be hard to do, uh -huh. but I until the SEC office is out of Birmingham. Who's the commissioner now? I can't remember his name. 
until Nick the Saban. SEC, and, yeah, <laughs> yeah, until the SEC office is out of Birmingham, these are the battles we're going to have to fight. It is what it is. Well, what does but location a, matter? What does it matter? Yeah, what does location Are matter? Are you serious? Yeah. It's where your home field is, man. Our home field's in Tuscaloosa. One of them. I want When's the, the last time we played? I want the though? SEC office in Atlanta where our championship game is played. That's where I want it. I want it in one of those big high-rises somewhere around the Coke Center. That's where I want it. Well, you don't go it past Lee County. I know, so but it what? doesn't need to be. You will need, never be able to. It doesn't need to be in Birmingham. It's a, it's a good thing all David we never make SEC Smith. championship. Because your David, car does not know how to get across the Chattahoochee River. There. David Smith referees Auburn football games. And I see that's what, that's that is comical. I hope man. he screws y'all every chance is, oh, he, he gets. Does. He does. That's okay. It is what it is. Too bad he wasn't working the kick six game. Is, what is that a hair gel? He would have been good enough to call the guy stepping out of bounds like he should have. Oh. I heard that, Ken. Is that a hair gel? <laughs> nice piece. Okay. Well, let me ask you this. Okay. Flip the script. Because, you know, we, we've talked a lot about Alabama quarterbacks lately. Yep. I'm sensing a controversy brewing over on the Plains quarterback controversy are you going to sit here and tell me for Auburn to have the best shot to win the SEC this year it's with Bo Nix and not Gatewood first of all and I think I have the track record the track record to prove it I'm a fair guy so you ask me a question and you're asking my thoughts on yeah. it and I'm going to share them with you I'm somewhat uncomfortable that there could be a quarterback controversy coming. I like both of them. I think both of them bring different dimensions and different strengths to the offense. Uh, it will be challenging for Gus to balance that and get what each of them have to offer out to help his team without damaging the locker room, if that makes sense. What I see, what I really foresee happening, and it's because Gus is such a good person. Gus doesn't mislead. He doesn't disrespect. He's certainly not going to lie. I could see this if both quarterbacks have success and it turns into a controversy. I could see Gus talking both of them into transferring. I'd love to get Asia Martin on this. <laughs> I just missed what you said. That's what Gus would do. If we'd have Cord Sandberg. Asia Martin. Um, but Gus is an honorable man. He'll do his best for the kids. Is his name Kid? But I am worried about. Uh, yeah, I think there's something could happen there. Now, because I, Joey Gatewood looked good last week in mop up duty against an inferior opponent. Bo Nix has certainly done some very impressive things. Probably the most impressive things he has done is display his football IQ. How to get out of the pocket, avoid a sack, throw the ball away. You know, with the defense that we have, punting is not for a bad life, play. But he is uh, – it'll be interesting to see what happens in College Station. I think that I, – I really think that Saturday is the game of the year for Auburn. And uh, how Gus handles the, the personnel situations, how he handles the play calling. If Auburn wins that game, if Auburn was fortunate enough to win that game Saturday, you better watch out for the Auburn Tigers. And I'll just leave it at that. If they lose, then, yeah, things could uh, get away from them quickly. Well, later in the show, we're going to talk about what yeah. the – 
experts yep. think about that game. Um, yeah, we'll see. Boys in Vegas are usually right. Donald Thompson has a has an interesting question. What does he got? Uh, can we comment on JetGate too? Oh. Hold on, let's come back to that. I think we just had a uh, a caller come in. I think Andrea from Verbena is in. Awesome, Donald. Hold that question. We're coming back to that. I think Andrea from Verbena is in with us. Andrea. It's Andrea. Andrea, I'm sorry. War Eagle. Thanks for being with us tonight. All right, roll tide. Who is this? This this is DJ. Of course, T Bone's here to my left. Uh, All right, roll tide, Andrea. It's Andrea. That's what I just said. Roll tide, DJ. Yeah. Well, thanks for calling in tonight. No, you said Andrea. I'm sorry. <laughs> you for... said Andrea, TJ. It's okay. Andrea. Okay, Andrea. I'm sorry. Yeah, TJ, yeah, get it right. That's all right. What do you think about what do you think about <laughs> Alabama privilege, Andrea? What do I think of <laughs> like how referees just won't call the Alabama games? Alabama, like that Alabama privilege we had between Gene Stallings and Dick Saban. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> okay. How long have you I been? I think a, I probably just made my opinion about that obvious. How, how long have you been in a been an Alabama fan, Andrea? Uh, since birth, yeah, pretty much since birth. My grandmother um, was an Alabama alumni, from, alum, I should say, from, out of Tuscaloosa. Um, she went back to school and got her um, teaching degree in the 50s when women didn't go to college at all, much less after they had raised a family and had teenagers. But um, Very nice. So in our family, you're born with a Alabama mobile over your crib. That's just the way it goes. So you grew up going to Legion Field. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's wrong with that, Definitely. DJ? What's wrong with going to Legion Field? Nothing. Okay. Well, but but a, you I, ask these loaded questions I like think it's it a is, great stadium. Uh, I, mean, I think I think it's, it's one of y'all's home stadiums. I mean, there's a lot of, there's well, a it, lot of history it there. It was, and yes, there is. Hey, 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 wait a minute now. Atlanta's one of our home stadiums, too. Boom! All right, we're having a, a something going on with the connection What's here, Andrea? Andrea? We're, we're, we're losing you, Andrea. I'm, I'm, what can you say? <laughs> <laughs> so uh which I'm one just saying. which one of your former quarterbacks you're gonna to send to college station this weekend to referee our football game? Brody? Tyler <laughs> <laughs> Watts. They have nothing else going on. Do you watch any of the Auburn games, Andrea? I have actually. I have. What what's... Um, I think actually um I think Tulane kind of um exposed some weaknesses in um at the Auburn defense. I, I really did not feel like Tulane should have been able to put up any points against Auburn at that point, but they did. But at the same time, in all fairness and trying to be objective, I don't feel like that um, South Carolina should have been able to put up 459 yards total offense against Alabama, but they did. Well, Andrea, and I appreciate you bringing that up, and I kind of hit on this last week a little bit. I always feel uncomfortable talking football with ladies. Um, because more times than not, you really don't know what you're talking about. And last week, I took an opportunity to have a little tutorial when we talk X's and O's. And, of course, I clearly explained that X's represent defense and O's represent offense. Tonight's lesson, if you'll afford me the opportunity, is going to be RPO. Now, we're all going to hear that on the different uh, games this weekend. Alabama certainly has a lot of RPOs. That is a run-pass option. Tulane employs that offense. Alabama certainly employs it at a at a greater level. 
but run pass option means the quarterback, when a play is called, each run play has a pass play associated with it. So when the quarterback comes to the, comes to the line of scrimmage, weighs in the shotgun under center, he can see how the defense is aligned, and he has the yeah, authority. Yeah, kind of like when number 22, kind of like when number 22 caught the ball and hurtled over somebody, threw somebody aside and that, hurtled over them and all that. That's what you're talking about that, with an RPO, That was right? an RPO. That was a run yeah. pass option. You're, you're a quick learner, Andrea. Right. That's right. That was an RPO. That was a five-yard pass. I kind of already knew that. Yeah, well, that's great. <laughs> yeah, but that was a, a, a that was a great throw by, by, by Tua, by the way. A five-yard out. I mean, he, just it put, he, he put it right on the money. It's just a great throw. I mean, that's what right. he's supposed to do. Yeah. Yeah. That's what he was yeah. supposed to do. Right. Can Bo Nix make that throw? Right. If he could have, you probably wouldn't have taken uh, Oregon to the last few I, seconds I, of the ball game. I don't want to get in to that guy's his first where, where, where he ranks on running backs. Because, I mean, he's not even in the <laughs> – I mean, he's – Andrea. Been terrible. Andrea. <laughs> Andrea. It's Tony. Yes. Yeah. What Tony. what is your favorite Alabama football memory of all time? Kick six. Do you have just one? I mean that's that's Oh my goodness. That's that's an unfair question. But what what pops to your mind? No, when I was so when I was a little girl, um I don't remember the specific years, but there was one year that Auburn beat uh seventeen to sixteen. Nineteen seventy two. And the and the following year, Alabama beat Auburn 35 to nothing. Yes, 1973. And the bumper stickers were everywhere. 1716 sure is no more. 35-0 is the score. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's my favorite. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Andrea. That's my favorite. Will you, yeah. will you, will you, are you a member of our work Facebook page? Uh, I was, but I came off of that page. <laughs> Get back on it. Get back on it. It's going to be fun. Get on it. Share. Like. We're, it, what's the theme of this show, DJ? The not-so-serious show for the serious fan. So we, we enjoy taking shots and giving shots, and it's all done in love and, and, and in humor. And so get back on there and like it and share it. And I want more people from around the Verbena area. I actually live in Wetumpka. And... Oh, yes, yes, uh, and drive around your way fairly often. So uh, I'm familiar with your neck of the woods and your area up there. So, and and I want you to help us spread the word up there and get get people involved in this show because we want people to call in and get involved. I think y'all should get together, tailgate, get some potted meat, draft beer, and have a big time. What's wrong with that? Nothing. Okay, okay but but here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. Yeah, boss man's got some administrators. Hey, the hey, the hey. minute you say no. something that they don't no. like, no, 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 Andrea, something's been that's been a breakdown in communication. That has not happened. Just join the page. Let's have a good time. It happened okay? with me. All right, well, join the page. Okay, join the, for page. In, join the page. Huh? I said thanks for calling in. Thank you. I will See call by. Thursday. Just telling you what's on it. All right, we got it. We're gonna handle it. Get back on there. All right, roll tide. Roll tide. Roll tide. Thanks for calling. Hey, that's our first female caller, and you you actually probably going to wind up getting a suit by EEOC what? and women's rights. And I was explaining. Gloria Allred will be knocking the door next, next thing you know. They I'll, already want to take our guns. Now they want to take our masculinity, I was buddy. explaining RPO to her. It's the end of like you. One pass option. All right. Everybody's doing it. Mm, 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 mm. Okay. Jimmy Rain. 
What were we talking about before we went to the phone call? We were talking about David Smith, former Alabama University not, quarterback. Okay, we got another caller. We'll get to that in a minute, though. I do want to discuss that. Caller, you're on the air. Hey, Jeff. What's up? What's up, cuzos? What's up, cuz? So, please. I mean, y'all doing it then? Hey, let let me say this real quick. I absolutely love the way you undress DJ and tan his hide on that work Facebook page. It. I mean, I absolutely love it. You and Josh Brown can take this guy and 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 just strip him down and tan his high like nobody I've ever seen. So keep up the good work. Well, I've kind of uh, I guess I got an advantage. I've known y'all for a while, but uh, I you know I graduated from Alabama, so I was there when the football wasn't very good, uh, and so I you know I got to see the uh, the end of the Dubo years. Uh, the end, uh, the coming and starting and the ending of the Mike Price era, uh, Dennis Franchoni. So uh, football was terrible when I was there. So, uh, you know, you sold your football tickets. You didn't care about going to the game. So we but, went uh, like, I was lucky enough to, uh, I've married a, those years we went, what, like seven and five and three and five in the conference and eight and five and 10 and yeah, two. We went, we, they were we, horrible. We had our Auburn years. They were horrible yeah. years for us. Yeah, yeah, but uh, you know I've married an Auburn girl now, and uh, so I've been to a lot of Auburn games. And so I was actually at the game this weekend, and y'all hit on it earlier. I think you did. Uh, the the Gatewood kid, he kind of—I mean, he reminded me of Cam Newton on the field. It was kind of scary seeing him with the ball in his hands. Uh, I don't know what he can do as far as throwing the ball, but the kid is scary with it in his hand in the open field. I mean, listen, Jeff, I can see it. You can see it. Andrea can see it. Ray Charles can see it. Why do you have a coach that's one of the highest paid in the SEC? Why can't he see it? I'm trying to help Auburn. Uh, he's promised that. He's promised. He's promised that. He promised Daddy something. I'm sure. That, that, he didn't want to lie or mislead. Isn't that DJ's line? Lie or mislead or whatever. <laughs> oh boy, you're not kidding about that. Hey. It's one of the isms going on up there at Auburn, and that this ism I can't stand an ism. Can't stand them, Jeff. Can't stand them. Favoritism. That's what's going on up there in Auburn. So you're oh, telling yeah. me, I mean, the kid, the kid is an athlete, but so Bo Nix has nothing to offer. He has nothing to offer that offensive football team. Does he look ready to you? It's not what he said, you ignorant wretch. Three and zero with him. Does he look ready? Ranked to you? in the top five. With does him. he look ready? Yeah, to you? he does. You just said a minute ago he was shaky. I did not say. I've He's never three said. Three DJ. They ran the ball sixty-two times this week, and we're going to run it sixty-two more Saturday. Well, no, well, you should have the leading rushers in the country running well, the ball that many times. Me, well, it's it's a it's a who it runs the ball me when I was in school. When I was in school at Alabama, there was a year that Tyler Watts got hurt, Brody Coyle got hurt, and the third string quarterback was a kid named Brandon Avalos. They played Southern Miss or something for homecoming. Alabama ran the ball 64 times and didn't throw it once. That's what it reminds me of. I mean, and this guy is the one of the highest-paid coaches in the SEC. And he's got them ranked in the top five in the country. So, what's, and what's and, and I said it, but, but it's a setup of the schedule. Y'all have played cupcakes. We've played a team that's ranked number seven. 
We're playing another team that's ranked number nine you, you on watched, Saturday. You were at the Oregon. I was there. Would they line up and match up with the bottom half of the SEC? They would destroy them, and you know it. I mean, you're carrying over the camera. You no, know it. You no, know it. No. Let me tell you, you saw those guys in pads. You, you don't want to hear this, and our cousin may not want to hear this. The SEC sucks this year, man. The bottom half, they suck. Well, bottom half has does suck. They're, they're terrible. They're terrible football teams. But I, I, they are terrible. South Carolina You can run Kentucky a, out there. You South can run Carolina Missouri out there. is a terrible you football team. You can run team. your Auburns out there, and they will beat yes. Oregon. South Carolina is a terrible football team, and their record's going to prove at the end of the year. They're terrible. I will put and they got and they and they Missouri, shredded. They shredded. Missouri's not bad. I will put Florida. Florida's not bad. They will shred them. South Carolina gets Missouri this weekend. They'll lose. You let Auburn play Oregon, South Carolina, they will beat them. South Carolina loses this weekend at Missouri. So you're telling me they can compete in the SEC? Oregon? Yeah. In the SEC East, they'd win it. Well, I take that they back. They beat Georgia no, and Florida. I take that back. They, they beat Florida. Georgia is probably better than them. Georgia is, and my ranking is going to reflect that. But Georgia would probably Say beat Oregon. Again. Say that again. Georgia would beat Oregon. No. Say what you just said. Oregon would beat who? Oregon beat Florida. I spell Oregon. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Oh God, it's in it's in written yeah. in stone now, yeah. pal. You yeah. said it. They would. We're gonna see. We're gonna see. They would. So Jeff, you've been to the games, you know. And, and here's the thing: you, it, I told Andrea to get on the work page earlier because there's a lot of good information that comes out on that work page way before Where? CBS Sports. Or I will agree with that. We do break stuff. I I, I will agree with that. I mean, our opinion matters. Way ahead of the curve. Way ahead of the curve. So, I'm not so sure that we don't shape talking points for their shows. They're watching us, no doubt. But listen. Um, hey, Jim Nance. And I'm not trying to create controversy, and I'm not trying to create a situation in Auburn at the quarterback position. But they got the wrong guy starting if they want to compete and win the SEC. And they're my dark horse. I'm trying to help you, DJ. Don't, why think, are you always looking at me like no, an enemy? I think... I I said earlier I think there is a there's going to be opportunities for Gatewood to help this football team win games. No, he but Bo Nix is a piece of the puzzle. He doesn't need to help Bo him win is a piece anything of the puzzle. because he naturally fits. Is Jeff still with us? Jeff, yeah, I'm here. Who naturally fits the system better? You think? Oh, Gatewood does, without a doubt. I mean, you've seen that. That guy is the uh, – he, he is Cam Newton. That's, he has the body. He has the look. He, he runs that offense better. He's not Nick's a good addresser. Nick's a kid. He, he's – you got – well, whatever. But man, daddy's money did that, right? So, But uh, mm. he's like, you put Nick's in on the goal line, let him run his option. Now, listen, that's what I did at Miller when I was in the 10th grade. I ran a goal line option, you know, you got to, he's quick. Now, Gatewood, Gatewood covers seven yards in two steps, you know? That guy can cover some ground. So he, he's a better fit for that offense. There's hands down. Just like Cam Newton. You know, third and eight meant nothing. He'd take two steps and fall yep. forward and get it. I mean, and that that's what made Auburn so yep. good. Just go look at the 2010 comeback or whatever that okay, was. Okay, you talked me into it. Two is now the sixth best quarterback in the conference. We have two and four. Uh, okay. okay, I agree. <laughs> Goodness gracious. All right. Well, he's on board. Now, if you can get Gus on board, that's all that matters, right? Jeff, thanks for calling in, my man. I I still don't see how the – Hey, boys, i get more people up here in Birmingham listening to you. Get them on board, buddy. Get them on board. And don't be a stranger. Call back. I like I like right, your, I like your work, work on work, by the way. Well, you 
undress and tan DJ's hide. I I, just, I don't see why Gus doesn't see it. It it, it perplexes me. I'm I, I'm not on board with you saying that Nick's doesn't bring anything to the table. I never said that. What I said was, if you want to win the East, West, whatever y'all are in, Good <laughs> um, and have any shot at winning the SEC, you better go with uh, Jimmy Gatwood, Gatlin Gun, Gatlin Brothers, whatever his name is. Okay, well, let me ask you a question. You know, and, and I've already answered your question. I am concerned that there could be a quarterback controversy there. It looks like there are some elements in place where that could come about. We will know a lot more after Saturday. We'll know a lot more. We don't know what the offensive game plan is. We don't know what Gus has in, in store for them in terms of reps, in terms of packages. We'll see. But, but you're right. There is a, there, the, the, it is you're, there. You're three games in. No, I know. It is there. Shouldn't I, you have that by now? It, here's what kills me is you won't even let me agree with you. Go ahead. Yes. There, the, the, the pieces are in place to have a problem. We'll just see. We'll see. I still think Nick's is a real, real good quarterback. I think he's a real good quarterback. I think he's a tremendous leader. I think he has great poise, and I think his physical skill set is really good. Uh, I think that we need to be really good around him where Gatewood can do some things on his own if he doesn't get the help needed. But if we're good around Nick's, Nick's can play. But do you think Nick's is a natural fit for that system? Yeah, I do. See, I, I think they both are. I don't. I think they both. I, th- I think they bro. I think they both. I think that it's different. I mean, Gatewood's a more physical presence. Like I, I agree with what you said. You know, third and third and six, third and seven, he can make things happen without the ball ever leaving his hand. I get that. But what Nix's poise is probably the greatest thing that impresses me. When he goes under center, he has not. I'm not saying his execution has been perfect. It hasn't. But from a understanding what the defense is trying to do, I would say his pre-snap reads are close to 100%. I like the kid. I've told you Good that. Player. I've shared that. He's Auburn is my dark horse. My my thorn under my saddle is this, and I think you know it well because I've been saying this for years. Gus Malzahn does not utilize the player's talents the way he did. I think he just went out and got Nick because he didn't want Alabama to have him because he's a legacy. Because Nick's is more – Suited like the quarterback he had last year. I think he's better than Stidham. Okay, is Stidham in the NFL right now? He is. Okay, did did his time at Auburn help him in that in any way? You think? I think so. See, I don't. I disagree. He had a horrible, miserable year at Auburn. Horrible year. What they finish? What was the season? The, the team may not have done what they wanted to do. He didn't have a horrible year. He completed sixty six percent of his passes. Three for three thousand yards. They were three and five in the conference. Well, I can tell you this: the greatest coach in the in the in the league drafted him. But, but listen, he saw something. But exactly, he saw it. Exactly. Who you think got? He's built exactly. by Auburn, man. He's built great, by Auburn. He was he was built by Auburn. He was a great quarterback. Built and by in Auburn. Auburn system, he went three and five in the conference. Built by Auburn. We weren't very good around him. You can't hold that on him. We had no running game at all. Our leading rusher only had eight hundred yards. Y'all won't have one do that this year. If you give, give uh, you, you mean to tell me if you didn't have Cam, if Cam Newton was there instead of Stidham last year, y'all would have been three and five in conference. We'd have been the national champions. But Cam, <laughs> exactly. Cam's a generational with, player with the same players. Cam is a generational player, just like Jalen Hurts. He's a generational player. And I'm saying Gatewood, right Gatewood could be put, too. You put, and he's burying him on the bench. You put Alabama. So I'm questioning Gus Malzahn's okay decision making okay. and ability to I'll tell you what 
we'll take our receivers and put them on Alabama, put Alabama's receivers on Auburn's team, and we're out the door, man. We are out the door with Nick's Gatewood or Sandberg at quarterback. We're out the door. They're that good. Tua can't play. God. Hey, Chip. How you doing, buddy? Hey. Good. How are you guys tonight? I'm good. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I mean, I, I just caught the end of that uh, Tua can't play quarterback. Or, I, I, I'm shocked at that. I, that, uh, that comment is amazing to me. I mean, I, number one, I, he's the best in the SEC, and he's best in the country. But number two, I, what I don't like is Alabama fans ranting and raving about Jalen. Preach. I don't know what you guys think about no. that, but it's, it's just frustrating. Let me, let, me, let me say this, Chip. Let me, let me interject. I want you to come back to that. I don't feel comfortable discussing football with doctors. <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> but no, I didn't say Tua couldn't play. I just said he's a he's overrated. I'm not impressed with his overall athleticism. I think he has great players around him, most notably Judy. I think Judy is probably the best player in America. That's what I think. But I do want you to go yeah, back. I mean, I mean, I agree. I mean, so look real quick. Judy and, and the wide receivers are ex- exceptional, and, and they're the best core in the country. They are. But you guys said, I think somebody said something earlier that there's no run game in Alabama right now. There's none. So, therefore, if if you don't, I mean, so two is going to do it by himself week in and week out until we can establish a run. And that only shows how good he is because essentially you could just pin pin your ears back and go get him because there is no run game. So, uh, it, it just goes to the point where in the past, when you were balanced, uh, you had a lot. He had a lot more ability to to hand the ball off, but now he doesn't have that ability. So it just, it just goes to that point. But the the other point, going back to Jalen, I mean, I, it's one thing that you know we'll always like Jalen, and he's uh, certainly uh, done a lot for us. But you know, he he's no longer at Alabama, and in fact, I, I'm you know I, I hate. Uh, Oklahoma almost as much as I hate Auburn. So, I, you know, at that point, I mean, I'm certainly never going to cheer for Oklahoma and therefore can't cheer for Jalen. All well, these I, Alabama fans are, ter- you know, I just half hearted fans. I, I appreciate the comment and I appreciate this dialogue. I really do because I can get on board with that. If you understand the duplicity with regards to Jalen and Tua. <laughs> How many times do you use duplicity? <laughs> At least 10 more. But, no, I agree. I mean, I, I'm so – and I said this on show one or two. I'm sick of the Alabama pep rally for Jalen Hurts. He's not your quarterback. Well, I don't, you're, the, you're the biggest correct. pimp for Jalen there is. Well, I think he's the best player in the country. I do. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to win the Heisman Trophy going away. The man has accounted for 13 touchdowns and only has 12 incompletions. That's an amazing statistic. I don't care who you are. That's amazing. 60% of the time, Well, wait till he plays a team. Every time. Well, look who's talking. I mean, just cup, y'all are cupcake you, Chip. I mean, y'all have played nobody. You're not going to play uh, anybody well, Saturday. Well, just give it a little time. Yeah. Oh, there's some teams oh, coming. Hey, 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 we, we're going to play A&M. We're going to play A&M. We're going to play LSU. And um, we're going to play a little team on the plane. <laughs> and then we're going to go to Georgia and play 
the Bulldogs. I like what I'm hearing. So don't tell me what I'm going to play, but that's, that's, I that's, like what you, I'm hearing. No, you that's will ridiculous. definitely, you will definitely play somebody. It's coming. I'm just saying to date, as of right now, you have played nobody. Nobody. Here's what sets up that whole mindset for Auburn people to call who we play cupcakes. They put this strength of schedule poll out at the beginning of Everybody's the year. Everybody's got a poll. And the strength of schedule poll shouldn't come out to the end of the year. I agree. Okay. I agree. See, at different times, you make good sense. <laughs> I don't know if you go into this dark place where you're not really thinking right and not getting oxygen to the brain, but at different times, you make good sense. And Chip, while we're on it, what are, what are, you, what are your thoughts on hair plugs? <laughs> Is that a hair gel? Chip. Is that a hair gel? You you sat by me. Is that a hair gel? Chip, you've sat by me in enough softball games. You've seen this hair blowing in the wind (laughs) in enough softball games that you know that this is real, right, Chip? There's no doubt in my mind it's real. (laughs) I mean, his hair is is real. Quit staring at it. You're freaking me out. Does he coat it with armor all? Well, he's got a shield. <laughs> 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 the only thing I don't understand about Tony is his friends. He, he picks four friends. If, if you guys, if Auburn fans are his friends, I guess I don't understand that. Chip, so, I'll do it better. You and I that. is all he's got. It's just you and I, man. It's just you and I. I don't know what lies he's been telling you up there. He has no friends down here. It's you and I, Chip. <laughs> <laughs> well, Chip, oh Chip, how, how's the girls doing? Well, how, how, they yeah. uh, travel, but y'all still travel balling it and all that good stuff. Oh yeah, we, yeah, we're still uh, travel balling it, and actually just uh, finished up a volleyball game tonight, and so we're uh, uh, just uh, about to go home. So, but I was listening in, and it was you guys were you guys are awesome. Well, I appreciate it, Chip. So, Thanks for calling in, and 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 uh, yeah. Get everybody on board up there around the river region. Uh, we, we, we sure would. Sounds good, my friend. Love to have y'all support. Call back again, Chip. Absolutely. See you, Chip. Sounds good, guys. Take care. See you. Good caller. Doc. Doc, doc, doc. Chip is a emergency room doctor. I, I, I'm surprised he wouldn't at work. He works all the time. How that, how that He's is. ready for the feel good for Jalen to go away. Uh, that's a very intelligent man. Very intelligent man. Well, I concur. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is Jetgate going on? Ooh, Was that a confirmed report? There may be flight pan plans filed. Now Stoops come out and said that he's not going to talk to any team that currently has a head coach. But. Let Auburn lose to A and M this weekend. And see what happens. I mentioned it earlier. How much and money? How much money does Jimmy Rain have? Could he get him a bunch? Him? So he could get him. So when he wants him, he's serious about it. It, it could be a done deal if he. Oh wanted. yeah, if he wants to. Yeah. If he yeah, he could get it done if he wanted to do it. Um, I mean, I guess. And I, I commercials said it, I play said a, lot it of a moment ago, and, and I believe this. I'm not trying to push your button or anybody else's. I said the Auburn-Oregon game, in my opinion, was a bigger game for Oregon. I thought Oregon had to win that game to achieve ultimate goals. I think now the Pac-12's out. I think the Pac-12 is done as a conference. They will not have a representative in the 14 playoff. I think Saturday is a huge game for Auburn. 
I mean huge for a lot of reasons. One, it's an SEC game. It's an SEC West game. Two, I do think Auburn's going to get better each week. If they can hold on and keep – I like what I've seen through three weeks, to be honest with you. I thought we've gotten better each week in different facets of of the game. If they can go to College Station, and it won't be easy, if they can go out there and get a win, then all of a sudden a little more momentum starts picking up. They get a little better. They grow from more experiences. I think it could set up some real big games at the end of the year. I mean real big ones. Where's the LSU game at? It's going to be down in Baton Rouge. (laughs) Call 212-555. Hair. Maurice for all your hair plug needs. (laughs) I wonder for some of us. Is that a hair gel? He's a good fella. But, yeah, we play in Baton Rouge, which we hadn't won down there since Mm. the cigar game in the 90s. It's been a while. It's been a minute. Mm, That's going to be a tough game. LSU's good. It'll be a night game, too. LSU's good. Anybody in the West, just given the respective schedules, can lose one and still get there. You just don't want to lose one Saturday and still have LSU, Florida, Georgia, and Alabama on the ledger is what I'm saying. I'd like to see that game with both teams undefeated. I'd love to see that game with both teams undefeated. That would be a big, big game. Listen, I, I like – I like big in-conference games. Yeah. Like that. Well, I mean, there's going to be one Saturday in College Station. That's a big one. What time is kickoff on that one? That'll be the national game. That's 2.30. 2.30. Ooh, it's going to be hot. What time y'all kicking off? I, I don't even know. I really don't. I'd wake up Until early. we play somebody, I'm not even going to bother looking. I'd get up early. I'll find out the morning of. It's at the DVR. I probably won't even watch it. Well, I know I won't. We'll be... Watching college softball. Speaking of the games, there's a lot of games in conference. You know, we're getting into conference play. I want to get your opinion. I don't need an in-depth analysis, but I would like to get your opinion on who you think is going to do uh, going to do what. South Carolina, we talked about them earlier. I have my opinion of what I think they are as a football team. I said it but during the preseason show that I think they're not any good. I think most champs going to get fired in the season. South Carolina, Missouri, who you like there? Missouri lost a, a, a surprising loss to Wyoming early in the season, and that was a real weird set of circumstances that led to that, but it was a loss. What do you think? That's the Doctor Who game to me. I mean, it's – I can't get a good feel for either team, to be honest with you. Uh, And I didn't go with my gut last week on our picks, and I'm going to go with my gut, what my gut says. And and I think South Carolina – I'm not talking about against spread. I'm just saying I think South Carolina will win that game. See, Missouri's good. I'm telling you, you and I were talking about it a little bit earlier before we went on air. Missouri's good. That game's going to come down to who makes the least amount of mistakes. Georgia-Notre Dame. I I really like that quarterback. Georgia-Notre Dame. South Carolina. Uh, I think Georgia beat them. I think Georgia's going to annihilate them. I think – do I have the spread? Yeah. uh, Georgia's giving away – Two and a half touchdowns. 17? Well, it's 14.5. Oh, you said two and a half touchdowns. Well, yeah, well, 14.5. I think Georgia's going to annihilate Notre Dame. I do, too. They're going to run right over them. Yeah. Kentucky, Mississippi State. Uh, We're going to do that one last for me. Okay. That's going to be my pick. I got you. I got you. Let's stay away from it. That's going to be my Uh, pick. LSU, Vandy. That's going to be one-sided all the way. I'm uh, going to stay away from Florida, Tennessee, because that's going to be my pick. Ole Miss, California. California's ranked number 24th or 25th in the country, I believe. And is on Auburn's schedule 
on in 23, I believe. We play them all. <laughs> Ole Miss, California. Who you like? I don't know. I really don't. I'm just going to pick the SEC team. You're going to go with Ole Miss? What's the spread in that? I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to go with Ole San Miss. Jose State, Arkansas. Arkansas should win that. I'll be shocked if they don't. Now, getting to our picks, there's always a group of people who try to accurately predict how bad one team might be another. We've made those picks each of the first three weeks. You have an overall record of one win and two losses against the spread. Mm -hmm. I have a record of two wins and one loss. My one loss being on Alabama University University last week with the backdoor cover. The backdoor cover, South Carolina scoring late in that ball game to cost me that. So I'm done with the Tide. (laughs) Won't load up with them again. (laughs) Who is your pick this week, and what is the number that this group of people attaches to that football game? Kentucky versus the Bulldogs of Mississippi State. Okay. Kentucky is getting six. Sawyer Lewis is a new quarterback. The Troy transfer, one Troy. What I've seen of Kentucky, and I've watched him a little bit because of Cavassier Smoke, who is from Wetumpka, I like them. I think they may be a year or two away, but I like them. And I think the wrong team's favored. So you're going to take the points, but you think Kentucky may beat them straight up. I think Kentucky might beat them straight up. So you're saying Kentucky wins outright. But just in case, they're getting six. They're getting six. Interesting. I'm going to add this as a little side note to that game, and this is something I saw last week in the Mississippi State game. Hill, the tailback from Mississippi State, who I had as Mm -hmm. a preseason All-SEC pick, very, very animated on the sidelines in a frustrated manner. There's trouble on that team. There's trouble. You beat me to it. There's trouble at Mississippi State. There's trouble in that locker room. A loss here, and that thing comes uh, comes apart the seams. I agree with you. Same yeah. boat. Problems with Mississippi State. Yeah, Joe killed me. I took them as one of my picks, I think, uh, was it last week? And it, it, it killed me. He killed me. He, he's His in-game management and coaching is yeah. almost as bad as Gus Malzahn's. Please. The game I'm going to play this week, and once again, there's a group of people that think Florida will beat Tennessee by 14 points. I'm going to take those 14 points, and I'm going to play the Tennessee Volunteers. Ooh, are you really? I sure am. That's bold. I'm taking UT plus the 1-4. That's bold. I think Pruitt's going to have them ready to play. I really do. And this game is in Knoxville or in Gainesville? Knoxville. That don't matter. I'm taking UT. The home advantage up in Rocky Top is not really a thing anymore, I don't. Don't don't think. I mean, I mean, they lost their opening game there. So, uh, I I don't. You know, I don't know. I personally, when I first looked at that, I thought fourteen may have been too low. I see a misprint on the scroller. Houston twenty eight two eleven two lane seven. That's probably early right. in the second. There's no Pro- way that's right. Pro- it, probably not. <laughs> Thank a, you, Timmy Wiggins. Pro- Get that on. <laughs> probably not a misprint. Probably not a misprint. Yeah, them green waves. Oh, where you at, Dicky? Well, I've got a. I kind of made mention of it on an earlier post. Big shakeup in the top five. Oh, God. Big, big shakeup. I don't think it needs to be said again, but for first-time listeners, I will. 
my poll was a little different than some of the other polls across the nation. Well. First and foremost is because I'm fair. <laughs> well, I do my. You don't. You don't get anything based off what you used to do or what you were at one time. I'm fair. It's about body of work and it's about production on the field. Uh-huh. So my top five has a little change up to it this week. Okay. Is the duplicity? Or, <laughs> can I ask you what's so funny? I because you're always talking about your pole. But go ahead. <laughs> Clean it up, man. We have a new number one team. Whoa. Number one, Central Florida. I want you to wait for a second. Three years running, these guys have not lost a regular season game. And you're going to tell me that doesn't command respect? They crushed Stanford this past weekend. Crushed them. Is Stanford any good? You yourself just said the Pac-12 was horrible. Hey, you play the games you play. That's what you said. They, for three years, nobody's <laughs> beat them in the regular season. Nobody. And they're playing with a backup quarterback. So you're telling me there's a chance. UCF is going to number one, number one based off their merit, but also something's not quite right with Clemson. They have won, but they have not looked right, in my opinion. With that being said... Number two, the Georgia Bulldogs. I agree with that. I'm going Georgia, number two. They have uh, developing some outside threats in the passing game, and the, in the wide receiver position was a concern coming into the year. They've stayed pretty close. The, ground, gr- the best offensive line in the country, the second-best quarterback in the country. Is the Ridley kid still there? No. He went to the NFL? But the Pickens kid who decode from Auburn, signed with Georgia, yeah. is starting to emerge. And he's, he's been a, a big threat for them in the passing game. I've got Georgia at number two, once again, based off their body of work and how they have played in the games. I like Georgia. Okay. Number three, I have Clemson. Uh, so I didn't drop them too far. I just got them out of their number one slot. They're still a good football team. You can see that talent is there. Uh, Lawrence has not been quite as sharp here in the early going as he has been in the past. I saw a passing stat of his. Did you see it about his touchdown-interception ratio? Yeah, yeah man. Is that true? I think so. Wow. But they're so good around him. They have Etienne in the backfield, the wide receivers with Ross and company. I mean, they're really good. Defense is going to be good. They just haven't put it together yet. They're probably going to, but it's not there yet. So they're at three, but they are trending down. They better step up and play. Number four, I have Auburn. To this point, they have the best body of work. In my opinion. Didn't you just see the Tulane score? No, I didn't. Houston, 28-7. The Oilers? <laughs> uh, I've got Auburn yeah, four. Yeah, the Houston Oilers. <laughs> and I've got Oklahoma five. They pasted UCLA last weekend behind Jalen Hurts, the Heisman Trophy front runner. And then in that next group, and it, this is early. This is what three weeks in. You don't even, don't just don't no, even throw in the next group. The next group of teams that I'm still watching and breaking down film on: LSU, Ohio State, A and M can jump back in it with a win Saturday. Uh, Michigan had the near slip up a couple of weeks ago, but they're still undefeated. That's got to count for something. It just freaking pains you, doesn't it? No, it I'm pains you. I have a second group, is what I'm trying to tell you. Uh, so we're going to continue to monitor. And then 
gosh. If and when Alabama University. It's University of Alabama. Starts to play some real football teams. And if they are able to produce, then they're going to be given consideration. But while we're saying that, and I think this is a good time to get into this, this year's Alabama team, and I'm anxious to hear your opinion on this. I, I do respect when, – when you're in your right mind, <laughs> I respect your opinion with regards to football. How does this year's football team at Alabama stack up with teams in the last four, five, six, eight years? First, let me say this. And, and this will surprise you, I'm sure. I agree with your top five with one exception. And I think you know which one that is. Okay. Four of your top five, I think you're dead on. Okay. I, you don't I, like Central Florida? That's fine. Now, okay, to the question about Alabama. They just, to this point, don't look as dominant as they have in the year past or years past. And I think that has a lot to do with the front seven play on defense and the front five on the offensive line. Skill positions, I think we're as deep and loaded as we've ever been. Chip Brown brought up a good point point about the running game. I think that has a lot to do with the offensive line, obviously. Uh, I, I, what I've been hearing is they're getting that straightened out and they're working on that, and, and it should start improving and getting better, the offensive line. And if that happens, then they will be <laughs> – they're going to look more like a Pac-12 – I mean a uh, Big 12 team as opposed to an SEC team. Because they'll have to score a lot of points to win. Because I just don't. You're right. I, I don't think our defense is that dominant. Um, not like they have been in the past. It's not a terrible defense, and it's a good enough defense to win with a good offense. I think we have a great offense, and I think that 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 offense will be even better once we establish a running game. I agree with you. I think if and when, and I and I think they probably will as well. They will find their footing with the running game. They have good players in the offensive line. They have good running backs. For whatever reason, it hasn't happened yet. I do think they will get that worked out. And they haven't fared too shabby without it. But I think the interior of their defense is problematic, and I think it will be throughout the season. I'm like you. I don't think they're terrible by any stretch of the imagination, but they cannot do what they've been able to do in the past with their interior well, defensively. injuries hurt them. As linebacker. We it talked has, about yeah, that. No question. No question. The up doc show. No question. Uh, coming in, you, you're losing two of your starting middle linebackers, and and now LeBron Ray, I think, is hurt. He is. And he was going to contribute and be a big-time player this year on the defensive line. Mm-hmm. So, you know, now you're, you're getting into some backups that are very young or at least very inexperienced, and, and that's going to hurt. But listen, I'm not going to make excuses. They signed a scholarship. They have talent. They've been evaluated by Coach Saban and his staff, and um, they're going to have to get in there and perform. It's not like they're throwing me or you in there to play. So I don't, I they, don't. They, should be, they should be able to do their role, and Alabama should win most of the games that they play this year at the rate they're playing now. I look for them to get better and sure up those spots we talked about. I don't know that there's an answer for this, but I have to ask it, and I'm asking it in a, in a quizzical sense. How come Alabama can't kick? I mean, is it not? That's crazy. If I knew that, I'd go up there and I'd extort Saban for this, his $10 million I mean, this year. More times than not, you don't, you haven't needed it. it. it I, don't, I don't know that it's cost it, you a game. It's the, I'm glad you brought that up because I was frustrated about this 
this weekend watching the kick and I think two off the uprights or whatever it was. That, that kid was like the number one kicker in the country. Yeah, come, I know. Out, come from right down the road at Hoover. Yeah, we're now fifty nine in Tuscaloosa. I think it might be time for Saban to start looking at getting a kicking coach in there. Is Roger Chapman available? <laughs> we put the square toe on strap. <laughs> yeah, the square toe strap, and this you know. I saw something posted on the book. This we need week. somebody up there. I saw something posted on the book. And I can't remember the year attached to it. I think it might have been ninety nine or two thousand one or something. Said that Alabama had missed ninety eight kicks in that time frame, and it was the most in the country. Did you see that? No. But, but I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, it was, it was, it was 18, 19, 20 well, years or something, and it was, it was, it was a, bu- a bunch of kicks. I don't you know who remembers know kickers' was, names other than Van Tiffin, yeah. but um, his son was there. His son was good. And then yeah. we had a couple kickers after him, I think one before and then one after that was really, really good. Uh, but other than that, they haven't been automatic. And and Auburn, that's where Auburn has excelled. Now y'all have had kickers. Yeah, well we we have, we got to get every point every point we can. Yeah, I've got Anders from um, mm-hmm. Carlson from, from yep. work from what's it, workaholics, isn't that that show? So I'm glad he's back out of Hollywood and kicking for you guys. Who named Who names a kid Anders? Mister Miss Carlson. I guess is that Swedish? Norlandic? What is that? Who names her kid Maurice? Mr. and Ms. Maurice. <laughs> yeah, I tell you, we had something else kind of uh, present itself this week, and, and our good friend, Elisa Finley Hart, down at the market at the wharf, Orange Beach, Orange Beach Alabama. She has given it's us two, there they are on the screen, two Leonard Skinner tickets. We're going to give away right here. And Ken, you kind of uh, help me as I go through this. If you don't have the Boss Radio Station downloaded on your phone, a satellite radio station, you need to do so. You are missing out. Number one, it's great jam all the time. All the time. All the time. We're going to play Sweet Home Alabama on the Boss a number of times between now and next Thursday. Is that correct, Ken? The next Thursday at 7 o'clock. It's the Sweet Home Marathon, baby. And if whoever comes the closest to guessing how many times it has played on the boss is going to that concert Saturday, September 28th, FOC, free of charge. Going to courtesy see of the market. Skinner. Thank you, Martha. Market. That's a pretty that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. And the lady that contributed those, Alisa, has just posted or posted earlier that her alma mater, Flumpton High School, is winning. God, they, they are again. whipping tail yeah. down there, aren't they? Once again, Sweet Home Alabama is going to play on the balls from now till next Thursday at 7 o'clock. And what do you have to do to win? Guess how many times it's played. The closest number of correct, the closest correct answer wins. No, 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 no. Don't guess. Listen to the balls. Listen to the balls, yeah. And know exactly, know exactly yeah. how many. It's real easy. All you got to do is listen, listen to balls. and keep up with it, and you're going to see Skinnerd for free Saturday night. Could you imagine the stinky weed that's going to be going on down there? <laughs> huh? You, you know there's going to be some cheap weed smoked at that concert in Orange Beach. Are you kidding? Leonard Skinner. Golly, I ain't getting nowhere around it. Thank you, Elisa. That's pretty awesome. The market at the war. Yep. Y'all down that way, go see her. Give her a hug for me. Week four in the books. I feel like I put Andrea and Chip in their place tonight. I apologize <laughs> for doing so. But, you know. 
<sighs> mess with the bull. You really educated Andrew. I could tell that. Get the horn. I'm glad I had somebody on here to talk football with. Yeah. Thank you, guys. We back the blue. We sure we did. We back the blue. I want to thank everybody for being in with us. Like and share. Tag friends. Follow the Royal Eagle uh, Roll Tide uh, Facebook page. We love the post. We love the interaction. The more interaction, the better, more entertaining it is for all of us. Okay, let, let me get this straight one more time. You're taking Tennessee? I'm taking Tennessee. Okay. Yep. Writing it down. It's in Write stone it down. now, It's in pal. the book. It's in the book. Y'all have a great weekend. Hope your team wins. Be safe. Be kind. Get back in here with us next next Thursday night. I want to thank our executive producer, Ken James, for making it possible. Thanks, Ken Wood. War Eagle. Roll Tide. We'll try harder next time. Back free in Atlanta,